told you so. Neener, 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 neener. <laughs> uh, yeah, I promised I wasn't going to say it. I promise. Sorry. Liar, liar. Pants on fire. <laughs> Welcome in. afternoon to you. Good evening, good morning, wherever in the world you may be. Welcome in to Talking Trek Live. I'm your host, Ultimate DJs, and this is Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. I'd like to welcome you into the show and see who is hanging out with us here today. Server sound off, you guys hit it. What's up, Shade? Yo, Shade. Welcome in on Server 18. Appreciate you being here. What's up, Steven Zarin? Server 129. Welcome, Lord Farquaad on 147. Bernard on 28. Trek and Chick on server 26. Welcome to the show. Achaya on 21. Mishra on 25. Quackfu on 31. Arian on 30. Lieutenant Razik on 15. Welcome in. Miss Hartley Quinn on server 31. Kukar on 17. And Trash Panda on 15. Scalyback, welcome. Scalyback from the Outback. Devil's Advocate on 20. Dirty Snowman on 37. Raxnar, server 8. Hudson on 146. Welcome into the show. Jace on server 42. Sliver Surfer on 133. Nolan on 132. Spannon on server 8. Welcome into the show. Yeti, what did I say? You wanted some bragging rights. Uh, I'm not going to rub it in too hard today. Not going to rub it in too hard. Uh, as a matter of fact, we do have, uh, hopefully, uh, we'll have some commentary from my esteemed colleagues, Big Country and Trash Panda. V-Ready will be joining us as well, I hope, to talk about the latest news regarding the USS Discovery. Indy Dandy on server 31. What's up, Lotta on 158. Burn Like Ice on 153. Hey, Tech Guy, server 15. Welcome into the show. Welcome. I Beglin, server 32. Meows on 27. NC, what's up, DJ? Server 9 representing. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Scaly Bag, 193. Welcome. Morpheus, server 21. Be ready. M Panther on 25 and 37. Bombastic on 132. Welcome. Dunk on 15. How you doing? Silent Stabber on server 8. Kid Death on 38. Earl Gray, Lukewarm, server 23. Commander William Riker on 146. Omar on 141 representing JFET on 15. Gallum on 21. Dr. Serac on server 48. Obi-Wan Kenobi on server 15. Welcome to the show, Lego Nerd on 33. Arian on the Dirty 30. Captain Carnage on server 14. Welcome in. K-Horn, server 8. Mo D on server 16. Gothic Mar Marty on server 196. Welcome. Lasky on 129. Killer Orange Moose. On 17 and 46 additional messages, your mics are potted up. Good afternoon, good evening, and good Monday morning uh, to some of you across the beautiful ball of water we call Earth. Lego Nerd says, hey, Just did you miss One me? thing before you start. Oh, yes, please be ready. What do you got, buddy? That was a scary, scary, scary laugh. <laughs> it's, uh, it's my I told you so laugh. Uh, we're going to get into it, guys. We've got a lot to discuss today. Uh, Scopely taking a page out of the Ultimate DJ's handbook this week and hyping something new, and I could not be more excited. I actually, i got to be honest with you, I did not expect 
I really truthfully didn't expect them to do that. I, uh, I know that the information has been provided to the content creators, but I did not truthfully expect Scopely to actually hype an event before it, it was upon us. I really was surprised by that. I was overjoyed by that. I was, uh, I was very, very pleased with the fact that they're creating some excitement within the game. And uh, Scopely, two thumbs up from this guy. Uh, as a matter of fact, we posted a video. Uh, yeah, I know no one expected it, Shinjo. Uh, hyping something before it happens? My God, never. That never happens. And it did, in fact, happen today. As a matter of fact, I'll give you a sneak peek before we get into our stupid news. I'll give you a sneak peek before we get into stupid news here right now, right now. Uh, well, okay. So some of you guys are saying that there, there was one hype before. You're right. This is only the second time ever that they hyped something. The first one uh, didn't turn out to be quite the success everybody hoped it to be. It was the year-long coming soon, that hype, that was for Armadas coming soon. And, uh, and of course, I understand. I understand why Scopely has been hesitant to hype something. Uh, because the last time that they did, the first and only time that they did, it didn't go well, right? I mean, it, it, it was okay. It was okay, just not what they expected it to be, I don't believe, not what we expected it to be, not after an entire year of waiting. Well, ladies and gentlemen, they have finally uh, walked on eggshells long enough. They have finally uh, stepped out of the shadows and said, you know what, let's give it a try. Let's try one more time, and let's tell you guys about something that is coming. Let's tell you about something that is coming up very, very soon. And uh, here it is. Discovery Summons and the increase in impulse and, most importantly, warp range. We're going to talk all about that today coming up right after the stupid news. As a matter of fact, ladies and gentlemen, you must stick with the show today. I have for you a sneak peek, a hint, uh, uh, yet again, another piece of nugget for you. For my listening audience that nobody else in the game knows yet, that I have been given explicit permission by Scopely to release to you guys today. Yes, Scopely is stepping on board the hype train, ladies and gentlemen, and I couldn't be more excited about it. We have something awesome to tell you, to reveal on this show today regarding the announcement that was made this past week and uh, in utilizing the USS Discovery. In the meantime, let's go ahead and get on with our show and begin as we normally do live from the talk. Talking Trick Studios, it is time for the Stupid News. Stupid News! 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 You want the hype? Do you want the hype? You can't handle the hype! You can't handle it! <laughs> dude, dude, Snake Eyes, the bot's getting an attitude with you, son. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, so Vita's bot has apparently developed a little bit of an attitude. Snake Eyes wants to put a marker in for the stupid news, and it says, Snake Eyes, there's a show running and you did not tell me about it. Shame on you. To which Snake Eyes responds, F you, bot. F you, man. <laughs> oh my goodness, Vita's bot becoming sentient and telling off Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes, 
No, don't you dare look into that, Vita. Vita says, I'll look into it. It won't happen again. No, and as a matter of fact, I want it to happen many, many more times. Uh, I want, I want random, something else. I want, I want random insults thrown by this bot at any given time. Like if we're in podcast mode, I just want it to come out and be like, yo, Steven Zarin, you're dumb. <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> That's so uh, funny. That's good. Yeah. All right, guys. Let's get into the stupid news. Find out what's going on here today uh, across the world and here at home. Florida prosecutors are planning to drop the case against Patriots owner Robert Kraft. You guys hear about this? Uh, lawyers are negotiating a fine, but it's not settled yet. Kraft is apparently still massaging the numbers. <laughs> a video, <laughs> a video of Spirit Airlines employee telling a passenger that he couldn't wear a gator in place of a mask has now gone viral. The confrontation was actually last week, but in typical spirit fashion, it didn't take off until much, much later. Joe Biden has refused to address the bombshell Senate report, folks, that his son, Hunter Biden, received $3.5 million from the mayor of Moscow while Joe was vice president. Now, in Joe's defense, he don't remember being vice president. And as far as this hunter thing, he says, I've never gone hunting. So there could be there could be something to that. Joe trying to figure out how to respond to that. Federal agents say a group of American born ISIS soldiers were planning a quote Netflix worthy attack on the country that looks straight out of a movie. I don't know if these guys are truly Americans because if they were, they would know that they could hurt us more if they just actually shut down Netflix. So there is, uh, there is that. You don't need to attack anything. Just shut down Netflix and the uh, world will go crazy. Uh, let's see. A new study shows that the average American gets recorded, folks. This is creepy stuff. The average American is recorded by over 238 security cameras a week. You guys hear this? 238 security cameras a week have captured your likeness. And even more distressing for this generation is that the cameras don't have filters to make you look any better. Uh, yeah. Have you ever seen a person on one of those TVs in a store and gosh, that gosh, you just think to yourself, like, who's that slob? And then you realize it's you. <laughs> You're right. No, that hasn't happened to me either. That hasn't happened to me either. So uh, we're on the same page there. An Ohio woman was arrested and tased for refusing to wear a mask at a middle school football game which begs a majorly important question. I mean, super big-time question here. Is that what they're calling the Browns these days, middle school football? I'm just curious. Uh, a, pre <laughs> a pregnant woman jumped into the water to save her husband from a shark attack last week, folks. People are making it sound like a violent struggle, but the truth is she just told the shark all about her day and it fell asleep. Uh, no, I'm kidding. No, this is the difference. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is the difference between being married one year and married 20. These are newlyweds, so she's right there. She's in the water. If this happens in year 20, she's throwing them a cinder block and collecting life insurance. I'm kind of betting. There is that. Hawaii was named, this is a short one, Hawaii was named the happiest state in America in a new survey. I'm going to put money on the fact that everybody gets laid there. So it is a very happy place. Uh, get it? Get it? Get it? Get it? All right. Uh, Zayn Malik is in the news and is confirmed. Uh -huh. Thank you. Zayn Malik in the news and confirmed that his supermodel wife, Gigi Hadid, has given birth to their first child. It was five pounds, ten ounces, but enough about Gigi. Uh, <laughs> that was the baby. Uh, Zayn got the, uh, the baby girl, a Barbie Corvette. 
but he had to return it because it only goes in one direction. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Do we, do we, oh, this is good. Hold on. Be ready. I've got a really, really bad one. Are we on, are we on YouTube? Hi, YouTubers. All right, I've got a really, really bad one. This is like borderline rated R. Uh, here's a sports story. Folks, you're not going to hear anywhere else, all right? A 96-year-old Pennsylvania woman bowled a 300 game this past week. Yes, it happened. It, sound like a, it sounds like a hustle, maybe from the movie Kingpin. Uh, she takes off the mask, and it's Roy Munson. No, I'm kidding. Uh, most people don't believe it. Say what you want about this old lady. She knows how to handle her balls. I'm talking about the bowling ball. The bowling. What is wrong with you people? Shame on bowling balls. Come on. Get your minds out of the gutter. <laughs> the gutter? <laughs> okay, finally. U.S. Food and Drug Administration is expected to announce more stringent measures for a coronavirus vaccine that will make it harder to produce before the election. Apparently, they became concerned. <laughs> I can't even read this. I'm watching you guys. Uh, they became concerned after the third guy developed web feet. Yeah, see, I, sh I should have ended on the gutter one. Sorry. Sorry, Wicked Witch. I'm done. I'm done. I, I should have ended on the gutter one. That one was much better. I know. She says that's disgusting. <laughs> Yeti says boo. Oh, come on. I thought it was good. Uh, nah, they're all bad. Uh, I thought that was very, very good. Uh, thank you very much for those of you who are. Th yeah, Trash Panda says he wants more. Thank you. Uh, Mistra, loving the stupid Hate is going to hate. <clears throat> yeah, that's right, witch. Hate is going to hate. <laughs> All right. Uh, guys, welcome into the show. My name is Ultimate DJs, and that is always my favorite, my favorite is 10 minutes of the show. As we were talking about right as the show began and before we jumped into our stupid news, ladies and gentlemen, amazing news this past week uh, that uh, Scopely jumped on the hype train and gave us something that was coming soon, uh, something that is exciting. Now, uh, over the last couple of weeks, and I'm going to go ahead and invite Big Country into uh, the voice chat here because over the last couple of weeks, Big Country and I have been <laughs> have been debating. We've been debating uh, not only here on the show, we've debated privately, we've debated in chat, and we have talked about whether or not this ship could potentially be the most important ship in your fleet. That was the claim that I made. That was the claim that this content creator came up with, and all of a sudden... <clears throat> excuse me, instantaneously, the community kind of says, oh, what? What are you talking about? Are you crazy? Are you crazy, DJs? Even Big Country comes in here and says, no, no way. There's no way it's going to become the most important ship in the fleet. Even last time we were on the air, uh, I guess, what was it, um, Wednesday, we were on the air for emergency maintenance. We were here, and we talked about it a little bit more, and he said, no, absolutely not. No way uh, could it be more important than, say, my pylum or my jellyfish or, uh, or my Vidar, as we're talking about event ships. Well, let me tell you something, guys. Uh, this past week, <clears throat> you guys all saw the announcement, Discovery Summons. Let's talk a little bit about this. I'm not even going to read you the announcement because you guys have all seen it. Uh, you guys have all seen it, and you got super excited. You got super excited, and you started messaging me. You started private messaging me. You came into this chat room, and you said, oh, my God. Oh, 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 my goodness, DJ. Is this what you were talking about? Now, in all fairness, I mean, what else would I be talking about? So I decided to troll a few of you. 
I did. I, t- I decided to troll a few of you and said, oh, no, this isn't what I was talking about. I was talking about the fact that the ship will change color uh, when it black alert jumps. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it, it changes color. Um, <clears throat> okay. Now, Snake Eyes is saying that we should, in fact, read the announcement uh, because some people read it wrong. He says most people read it wrong. Okay. That's fine. So let's read it. All right, let's, uh, let's go through and read it. The USS Discovery has been soaring through the galaxy, and we've collected a lot of your feedback along the way. We are committed to making the USS Discovery a ship that will last throughout your adventures in Star Trek Fleet Command. Here are a few things we will be introducing in the next few updates. The first one listed is Discovery Summon. Do you want to bring a fleet somewhere fast? First, use the USS Discovery to instant warp to your destination system. Then you can use its all-new ability to open a hole in the mycelial network and summon your ships to the Discovery. Use this unique mechanic to summon mining ships once they're full of cargo. <laughs> summon your warships wherever you need them. Ding, 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 ding. And many more potential epic. They use the word epic, everybody. Dun, dun, dun. They use the word epic. All right. Many more epic gameplay mechanics yet to be discovered. This will be unlocked through the Galaxy Research Tree. All right. Now, you guys hang on. Hang on to your questions. We're going to finish going through this. Uh, yeah, we're going to go through the rest of this. How about increased warp range and impulse speed? One of the most frequent points of feedback we've heard from the community is the limited warp range of the Discovery, and especially that for G4 space. Ladies and gents, you will be able to unlock specific nodes in the Galaxy Research Tree that will increase the warp range and impulse speed of the ship. The summon mechanic is a showcase of our commitment to create new and exciting mechanics in the game, Mac. They put your name in it, Mac. We are continuously listening to your feedback and comments on the game, and our mission is to create a game that continues to excite all of our players. Now, I made a video. Folks, I made a video uh, that uh, that talked a little bit about this announcement. All right, It's on YouTube. If you guys are listening into the YouTube channel right now, please go ahead and click the subscribe button while you're there. And if you're not on YouTube right now, then go visit after the show and watch our video regarding this announcement. Okay, uh, Because we have raised some questions, and I am going to answer some questions with you guys here today. And coming up here in about 15, 20 maybe 25 minutes, I will release to you a hint that has been authorized by the Hype Masters at Scopely to release to you guys for the first time. This will be new information that nobody has yet that will be an answer to the questions that, uh, or an answer to one question that you guys have been asking. Okay, you guys have been asking this question. Uh, dozens of you have asked me this question, and I have an answer for you. We're going to provide it on this show today. So uh, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about summons. Okay, uh, <laughs> Shade says this concerns me. Scopely doesn't know what epic means. I am going to. Again, I've been told by more than one person that I am overly optimistic. However, I believe that Scopely has learned their lesson about the use of the word epic. Okay? Um, I, I think that they have. But uh, let's talk about Discovery Summits. Okay? Now, Scalyback says they had no time to react to feedback. This is one big teaser. Scaly, I... I don't know. First of all, we don't have a time frame on this being released. My expectation is that it, it, it's going to be soon. They say the next couple of updates, that could be two, could be three, could be one. 
okay? Um, but, uh, and like Max says, I hear you. I'm thrilled that Scopely shared. I will withhold judgment until I see it implemented. I don't want another incident of 300 million dill for a nine-minute repair speed reduction. I get it. I get it. I understand that. Uh, Vita says, Discovery is all about alternative universes. How about using it to sum, uh, to summon to warp into another server? I think, Vita, you're, you're putting the, the cart before the horse here, okay? Obviously, there's a lot of implications to this, okay? Um, however, guys, here, here's the big takeaway. One, they're talking, all right? Uh, they're communicating, and they gave us something to get excited about. They gave us an opportunity to discuss something that is not yet here. Now, um, I in this video... <laughs> And this video, I, I gave Scopely just a little bit of grief. And I said, you know what? It was good that you did this when you did, all right? Because it's been a pretty crappy week otherwise, right? Like, it was, it was actually really, really good that you did this. You, you kind of salvaged the week with this and one other thing that we're going to talk about. My God, the return of John Harrison. Like, that's massive. And, and these were two things that happened in the last 48 hours that, like I said in the video salvaged an otherwise very crappy week, okay? The week started out terribly. Uh, we had emergency maintenance, then we had a bug, and then we had a communication that said we're going to fix the bug, and then, and then you know, we had delayed maintenance, we had players that had uh, extended uh, suspensions, and then they came back into the game, and accounts had not yet been cleaned, and people were keeping stuff, and it's just, it's a, it's a big mess. It's a mess, all right? And, and it, was, it was a rough start to the week. It was a rough start to the week. Korat says, only got 20 Stellas left. <sighs> you know, I, here was, here's my opinion on that, and, and, and we're going to progress through the week kind of in a timeline here. Korat, here's why I feel frustrated by this, because Scopely literally said, hey, we're going to use this extra downtime to clean these accounts. We're going to use this opportunity <clears throat> to make sure that it's fair for everybody. And then that didn't ultimately end up happening. Uh, now, I also 1,000% understand that there is a time balance thing here, okay? Uh, if I'm going to guess, and I am only guessing, if I'm guessing, if they have to clean somebody's account, that's probably done manually, right? All right, so if they got through, say, 300 player accounts, and then we're like, oh, my God, we still have like 7,000 to go, my guess is they just wanted to get those people back online. The problem with that is, is that, you know, you said you were going to make it equitable. You said you were going to clean it all up, and then it didn't get cleaned up. All right? So uh, my feedback on that has been sent up, and, uh, and, and you know, we'll discuss it and, and see. But I understand why some of you guys are upset. Truthfully, truthfully I do. Okay? I get it. And, uh, and we've talked with some of you guys about it. Uh, you know. Now, uh, Gothic Marty says they blame the player base for the mistake again. Now, I, don't, I didn't see any of that. Okay? I didn't see any of them blaming the player base. What I did see, um, what, what I did see was the fact that, that people made it through without the cleaning. Okay? People that made it through without the cleaning. Um, you know, there were... And, and it wasn't just hull scans, okay? It was particles and, therefore, some research that some people got to keep. So I, I get that. I do. And the, and the feedback has been sent. And, and, you know, I mean, because, again, they said that they were going to clean them out. And I just feel like that that's probably what should have happened. But nonetheless, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. Uh, as a matter of fact, panic has been rescheduled for Wednesday. 
Panic has been rescheduled for Wednesday, and it is on the topic list. All right, We will be talking to him about it on Wednesday and seeing what he may be able to tell us and shed some light on what I am calling Stella Gate. <laughs> We've had so many gates. We've had Refinery Gate. We've had Badge Gate. Now we've got Stella Gate. Uh, but, but nonetheless, I, you know, here's the thing. It was, it was a bug. It happened. Blah, blah, blah. And then Scopely came out and turned the tide. I even joked uh, with a couple of people. It's like a roller coaster ride with Scopely. It's like we, we <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know how to describe. It's like, it's like Scopely will, will do something that makes us feel like that makes us feel like we're, we're punched in the gut, right? And then they come back and actually give us something super exciting, right? They give us something super-duper exciting, which was Discovery Summons. And then on top of that, John Harrison, which we're going to talk about here in a, couple up, uh, in a couple of minutes. So let's talk a little bit more about Discovery Summons. Big country. I'd like to welcome you into voice. And uh, good afternoon to you, sir. How are you? Well, good, man. Good. Good. Welcome to the show, Big Country. Big Country, over the last two weeks, we've had a lot of conversations about my claim. My claim is that the Discovery could be the most important ship in your fleet. All right. Now we know that Discovery Summons is here. Let's talk a few minutes before we summarize. Let's talk a few minutes. You and I started a list. All right. You and I had started making a list about what now is possible because of discovery summons okay uh and let's discuss your list here just a little bit we'll go down he wrote number one and this is uh this is for all players okay obviously he is a, a warp um a warp 120 player so he's a lot up in, in deep space okay and he said the number one benefit i see is no longer a 20 minute warp time into deep space okay so we're gonna we're gonna take a few of these of these um of these points and we're going to discuss them some a little bit more in depth than others but obviously warp time that's going to be a big thing all right but how are we going to get there big country we've got this research note we don't know what it's going to cost we don't know what it's going to entail we don't know if it's going to be ops gated we don't know if it's going to be rep gated we don't know if it's going to be tier gated okay but obviously they have now told us that the discovery will be able to jump to dark space all right. Uh, let's talk a little bit about that with some members of the community here. What is your opinion and your feeling on being able to use this ship to jump to dark space? Are you going to use I add, it? Add something? Yeah, please be ready. Absolutely. You're a dark space player. What do you got? If they actually ask us to spend 400 million or 500 million dilithium to buy it, I'm going to quit the game. <laughs> well. <laughs> I mean, four hundred million or <laughs> yeah, big country. Your your mic sounds like garbage. Uh, if you would try to try to tighten up there a little bit, I don't know if you got your headset on or not. But anyway, yes, big country. Go ahead and add to that, please. I just is this better? Yes, much better. Go ahead. Okay. So um, it kind of makes me laugh. Oh, not not being disrespectful. Of course, you know that I'm never that way on anything. Um, but. Uh, yeah, it's like real knee jerk, and I think that you know, like that's what I was kind of giving you a hard time about. But hey, best best ship in the fleet, you know, if it's you know five hundred million deal for the upgrades, I'm quitting the game. I mean, I think that I think we have to wait and kind of see what happens. You know, our list that we were you and I were discussing were, hey, these are things that we could possibly do, but 
you know, it is. What is the research going to look like? Will you be able to get to Warp 120 space if you're a level 39 player? Or is it only if you have a ship that has that warp capability? Is it, I think, you know, there's a lot of unknown to it where I think it makes it really hard to kind of see. This is my opinion. It makes it really hard to see now, like, uh, what the what the outcome is going to be. To be fair, a uh, thirty-nine cannot get to warp twenty. I mean, that's not a fair ask, actually. Well, listen. So let let's talk a little bit about. We've talked about this before. V ready. Let's very quickly discover, <clears throat> uh, talk about the mechanic of the discovery herself. Okay, and we've talked about this. Most of you guys know this. The discovery herself. There, there's two uh, kind of coding things or, or uh, mechanic things that, that some people know and some people don't that, that make this ship function in the game. First of all, Black Alert uh, is not at this time, okay, not at this time, able to allow you to jump at any point inside a system. You are jumping to the system and then impulsing in from the system's edge. And mechanically speaking, this is because it is using warp, okay? It's using warp. It's just, you know, the bonus of the black alert is like a warp speed plus one million percent or something silly like that. Okay. It's an instantaneous warp, but it's using warp. And that's why, that's why you're limited to warp range. Folks, it's still using a warp range mechanic. It just has no warp speed. All right. The warp speed is boosted a gazillion percent. So in, in discussing why a player cannot get to dark space, all right, the answer is simple. You cannot obtain the mission to unlock dark space. They're actually warp locked. They're warp gated until Ops 38. So, no, <clears throat> a level 25 is not jumping to dark space. Okay? Not going to happen. Forget about it. You are still limited to the actual mechanics of the game in that uh, there's a warp lock there, and you cannot unlock that warp lock until you get there. Now, somebody else had talked about being able to jump to an unknown system. We have proven that you can jump to an unknown system, all right, uh, an unexplored or an undiscovered system. You can jump there, but you still can't jump to a place that is warp locked okay you can't jump into the special borg systems you can't jump into the special exchange systems uh not without still using that token okay um so you you can uh explore systems that are that are previously undiscovered you can discover the unknown with the discovery (laughs) all right you could do that but you are still limited to the locks that are in the game. So uh, G4 players, players who have already unlocked G4 space, you're the only ones that's going to get the discovery to G4, okay? You can rest assured right now that you're not going to have anybody lower than 38 floating around in dark space. Cannot happen, okay? And I, and I think that, I mean, I don't know this to be 1,000% fact, but I, I'm telling you, I mean, with the discussions that I've had, that, that's that's a thing. They are not eliminating the mechanics of the game. Okay, so thirty-seven no, it, and down. They cannot get to thirty-eight without. There you without go. The emission. <clears throat> that's right. So you can't get up there. Okay. So yeah, we're not gonna. As JB says, let's not act like it's opening the map. Okay, because he's kind of right. You, uh, as a level thirty player, you ain't jumping to dark space. Okay, not gonna happen. All right. However, 
as Gothic Marty points out. A 39 can get to warp 75 with a tier 8 epic or a jelly. Is there any cheaper option? Well, there could be, Gothic Marty. The, the Discovery may potentially be able to do that for you now. All right. As a 39, you've got Deep Space Unlocked. All right. And I say potentially, Marty, because we don't know if this is going to be linked to ops or reputation or whatever. We do know that it is going to be uh, a research. What we don't yet know is what this research is going to have as far as prerequisites. Okay. So we don't know what the prerequisites are as far as the the warp range research okay yes i did say potentially or researches okay now uh snake eyes this may be a good time this may be a good time to give you my super secret special hint since we're talking about these research node parenthesis s parenthesis research node or nodes would you guys like to hear the super secret special information that I have for you today? Uh, sorry, Blokeman said no. Razik's out. Kraus is out. JB's out. Okay. Yeah, I guess we can. Nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> I am milking it. I'm milking it because I've got it first. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, yeah. Please, if you would, uh, send your credit card numbers to Snake Eyes for the $99.99 Secrets Pack. (laughs) Coming up right after the break. How much did it cost me, Sliver Surfer? My soul. Uh, my soul. All right, guys, here, here's what I've got for you, all right? And I'm only giving you one nugget. I've got a little bit more. I, I've got – so here's what I've done. And in working this hype train, I have a hint, only one, and I'm only going to give you one. And, uh, and what we're going to do as far as promoting future shows until this content becomes available, we are going to provide you little nuggets. We're going to continue the hype train until this stuff becomes available. But, uh, but yes, the hype train is, uh, is rolling. Toot, toot. Here's the hype train, all right? And I have something for you. So one of the biggest questions that you guys have been asking me is, oh, my gosh. Uh, in, especially in particular to the warp range. You guys have been saying, oh, my gosh, I bet that's going to be a stupid, expensive research. I bet it's going to be so expensive. I bet it's going to cost thousands. I bet it's going to be full of uncommons and rares and weird new currencies and, and stuff that I can't get. And, oh, it's going to be so bad. It's going to be so bad. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your hint for today. Here is your hint for today. The specific node... All right, and there are going to be multiple nodes. We know that there's at least nodes for impulse and warp and, and this and that. The specific node for warp range will not cost you any uncommons. That is your super secret special hint for today. That is your super... Right rare is then? Uh, no, uh, sorry, no traditional materials, folks. All right, no crystal. What about dynamic? No crystal. So special no. material. All right. No uncommons, no rares. Okay, no uncommons, no rares, no crystal gas or ore. That is your hint for today. Yeah! No, listen to me very carefully. No uncommons, no rare materials of G3 or G4 in origin. No G3 
or G4, uncommons or rares, in the traditional crystal, gas, or ore materials. That is your hint for today. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, yeah, and just in case, thank you for that, just in case any of you guys thinking that it's going to be stupid, stupid, no epic materials either for some of you G4 players, okay? No uncommon, no rare, no epic materials. All what right. about dilithium? I, that is all that I'm authorized to release to you today. That is all I'm authorized to release to you today. However, I am making this into kind of a game with Scopely. Um, and uh, we are continuing this hype train. <laughs> We're continuing the hype train. And I have, uh, I have been uh, feverishly trying to work out a deal to give you one little nugget every single time we come in. All right, that's the hint. You can take it or leave it. Okay, that's the hint. No uncommons rares or epic crystal gas or ore going to be used for the warp range research ladies and gents what this tells me what this tells me is that this is uh going to be instead of a pay to progress all right or a paywall piece of content this tells me that this could more or less be a time-based piece of content and i for one am actually really excited about that folks all right i'm i I mean really let's let's look at this let's look at the hint that they gave us today all right we have been screaming about new ships new researches the outlaw research tree when we screamed about it costing uncommons folks i'm here to tell you okay they heard us on this particular point, and here is new research that's coming that is not going to further strain your inventory of uncommons and rares. Okay? Uh, so let me go through and read Day Trade. That's a terribly disturbing meme. It's, Before it's, you go to your break, can me. I ask you one thing? Uh, yes, go ahead. I mean, yeah, I guess they don't want uh, us to use uncommon or rare, but if they make it stupidly expensive with dilithium, that's still equally bad. <clears throat> I, I, I don't know. Listen, I, I'll be honest with you. I have not seen the actual structure. I don't know what the prereqs are. That's why I can't tell you, you know, uh, hey, you're going to have to be warp 30 or uh, ops 35 to get to warp 35. I, I don't know. Yeah, that I'm, stuff. I'm giving you my out, uh, input before you so you can. So you can tell Please, them what's yeah. Hey, come on. They listen. They cannot make it too expensive. So here's here's the thing. I I am full one thousand percent in your corner when I say don't make it too expensive. Okay. Uh, that that is kind of how I obtained the hint about the uncommons. As I said, please don't let it cost traditional materials. Please don't let it cost uncommons and rares and epics. Please don't let that happen. And they said okay. To which I choked. <clears throat> I, I mean I I did because that was literally the response. Okay. Just like that. <laughs> okay. Maybe they're introducing another new currency for God's sake. Well, uh, who knows? I, I, I don't know. I did not ask, listen, JB, I did not ask for a new currency. That's not what I said. I said, please don't make it so expensive that players cannot take advantage of something that is amazing in this game. Right now, all right, JB, go back two weeks. Go back two weeks, JB, and what did you say? Big Country, you said the same. V-Ready, you said the same. What did you say about Discovery? You said it was trash. Okay, you said it had no purpose for you in the game because you guys not I only – I believe you, though, when you said that it's – I did. 
All right. So believe me again, when I asked them to not make it so daggone expensive, their reply was, okay. All right. Now, uh, Swagger says, I've hinted at it, time, meaning you'll be dependent on discovery, refinery, cool down every 22 hours. Would that be a bad thing, Swagger? Let's talk about that particular point that you just brought up. Would that be a bad thing? Because that gives the grinders a path to stay competitive with the, uh, with the, the higher-level players. And again, uh, here's what I said specifically. I am okay with pay to progress. I'm okay with paying to, to speed it up. What I'm not okay with is paywall. I've said this, okay? I've said this a bunch of times. I'm not okay with pay wall. I am okay with pay to progress. As long as pay to progress is close to, and not equal, but relatively close to a free-to-play grind, okay? And when I say close to, I mean, it could be twice as fast. It could be twice as uh, fast to accumulate the currency. Could I, I don't know. It could be a bunch of things. Okay, but but what I'm saying is I don't want someone to buy a hundred dollar pack and get instantly what it's going to take somebody else six months to grind out. Now, further, I think it is safe to say that as with almost any type of new feature, type of new expansion, type of new content, folks, you are not going to flip a switch on this. When this launches, you will not have it done on day one. Okay? It's not going to be done on day one, so don't expect it to be. Get ready. Get ready for more to do. All right? I almost slipped up. <laughs> okay? It's not going to be done with the swipe of a credit card. It's not going to be done with two presses of a button in the game for free. Okay? It's not going to be done. All right. So take it for what it is. Uh, understand that this content is being developed for you to develop it, for you to play with it. All right. For you to take your time and enjoy it. Okay. Don't I, I listen? I know we're excited. Trust me. I know we're excited, and I know that you want that ship to to blast into warp one twenty space, big. I know that. <laughs> I know that's what you want. All right. Is it going to break your heart if it takes you a little bit of time to get there? But can I ask one thing, actually? Of course. You actually have Scopely's here, finally. So why don't you actually tell them to help the 40-plus out? The economy is ridiculous. It, we're, we're, it, we're, we're talking about it all the time. We're talking about it all the time. Wicked Witch says, I'm ridiculous, excited. Ridiculous is an understatement. I, I understand that. I understand that. I do. And the conversation the conversation is there more than once a week, I promise. Okay? Now, Wicked Witch says, you're excited. The rest of us are suspicious. Wicked Witch, have you learned nothing? Okay? Have you learned nothing? Come on now. I mean, seriously, I have been spot on this arc. Spot freaking on okay now come on have my back for a minute and listen to me when i say <laughs> blokeman says we've been trained to be suspicious <laughs> i get it trust me i i totally get it i understand that and that's that is that is one of the biggest things that i have 
been saying, Snake Eyes, tell me I'm wrong. That's one of the biggest things I've said to Scopely for the last three months is you have literally trained your people not to trust you. You have trained your community to expect failure. You have trained your community to be disappointed until otherwise proven wrong. Okay? I mean, that's, that, that's honestly, that's where we're at. That's where we're at. We're always disappointed until proven excited, right? It's like innocent until proven guilty. It's backwards for us. We're, we're skeptical until proven otherwise. So I get it. I understand completely. All right? All I'm telling you is that I personally believe that this new mechanic is going to present itself in a way that will, that will be possible for all players. Now, guys, remember – Okay, all players will be able to take advantage of this mechanic, but you're still going to have some limitations. Okay, again, warp 20, uh, a level 25 player ain't going to warp 120 space. Okay, can a player who is ops 40 plus use this discovery to get to warp 120 space? Yes. Okay, now I don't know what it's going to take slash cost to get there. Okay, I, I truly don't. And guys, listen. I would 1,000% expect there to be a paid component here. There's going to be. I don't know why you wouldn't think there would be. But I, I don't believe that it's going to cost you $1,000. Okay? I don't believe it's going to cost you $1,000 to do it. Okay? I mean, maybe. But I, I, I wouldn't expect it because – now, listen. Their definition of inexpensive could be different than mine. I asked for an inexpensive path. All right? Maybe their definition of inexpensive is is more than mine. <laughs> okay, and that's and that's okay. All right. I'm not I'm not telling you uh I'm not telling you that it, it's going to be this because they haven't even shared that with me. Okay. I don't know the structure, I don't know the research and the prerequisites. All I know are the general things. And I know that there will be a grinder's path that is not going to be done in one day. And I know that it's not going to cost uncommons, rares, or epics of crystal, but, uh, gas, or ore. All right? But I would expect there to be a pay to progress. Why wouldn't there be? Because, come on. Let's not get stupid. Why wouldn't there be okay. a, pr- okay, a pay so to, to, to speed it up? Can I just add something, though? Of course. I'll give you an example. Uh, 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 Explorer pack at level 42 gives approximately 4,000 uncommon Explorer parts, and I need 32k for one component. This, this, that, that's what I'm saying. Okay. All right, and and I I get that, and and trust me, I mean so it, it, ain't, it ain't no it, different. It ain't that, no different on they, the epics. They do not understand us. They don't. Well, but again. Uh, and see, this is where, this is where things. And big, I need your help on this because you and I actually had this conversation just two or three nights ago. We specifically said, "Golly, it's almost too late to change the cost of ships." Right? It's too late yeah. in the game. You like, like, like right now, V Ready. They could not come in and say, "Hey, guys, we hear you." And just to help you out, we're gonna take all of the G four ships. And, and if it takes 40,000 parts to upgrade this component, we're going to make it 20,000 parts. No, they can't. No, I, understand, I understand that part. I'm not saying they should re- reduce the cost. I'm just saying that 
a pack, a $100 pack is 4,000 parts. And they want us to buy 10, I mean, eight to nine packs to upgrade one, one component. component. Oh, trust which me. Which is ridiculous. Oh, trust me. That is not a conversation that I'm a stranger to having, V-Ready. Okay. I mean, <laughs> Scopely, Scopely's listening to this right now, and they're chuckling under their breath because, you know, they know. All right? This is a conversation I have literally weekly. I'm not even kidding you, V-Ready. Not, I'm not at all kidding you. All right? Snake Eyes has seen it. He's seen screenshots. He's seen the conversations firsthand because we, we talk to the same people. All right? So, trust me, I, I get it. All right? However, the, the reason that I am going to separate this into two different buckets, okay? Mac says they can. Not sure why you think otherwise. See, I, I disagree with that, Mac. Uh, big, come in and, and explain, explain our point. Okay, because Mac, here's no, the thing. My, my, my main point is I hope they do not uh, make the discovery stuff same as this. They don't make it ridiculously, ridiculously expensive. I, well, listen, I don't think that they can. First of all, we've already seen, we've already seen if you wanted to pay straight cash for this ship, we already know what it costs. Okay, look, look you get 5,000 spore drive components out of one pack. Okay, right? And that's pretty much from top to bottom. Everybody gets 5200 2.5, not 5. No, it's 5200 isn't it, for the $100 pack? No, for me, it's 2.5. Last I saw. 2.5 what? 2,500 spore drive components? I don't think that's right. Let me look real quick. Mine's, mine's 5,000. Yeah, mine's, mine's 5,000. Yours is... Oh, for the $50 pack. Now, I, again, I'm sorry. Maybe I should have been more clear. I, I generally think in $100 packs. All right, so the $100 pack, all right, for 100 bucks, you can go in right now into the Upgrade Discovery Pack, Limit 2, by the way. All right, Limit 2. And you can buy, actually, it's 5300 That's interesting. I thought it was 52 Mine says 53 um, And it also says Limit 2. All right. Limit two, folks, meaning that right now I could get 10,000 spore drive components if I wanted to. All right. And that's it. So, guys, this is a, a pay to progress. Twisted Biscuit says not for me. All right. May, and, Mac, maybe you're right. Is it one of those deals where each pack you buy increases the value of the next one? Possibly. They have done that. They did that with Outlaw Research. Um, and I have bought one. All right. I, I told you guys last week I bought one pack. All right, I got 5,200, so now it's showing me 53. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't. I honestly. No, they actually changed the pack. It used to be two. It used to be 2.5. Now it's five. Okay. Well, I just bought my pack a couple days ago, so I might not have looked in the beginning. Long, long story short. Yeah, once you buy that $50 pack, the $100 shows up for five. Well, I didn't buy the $50 one. I went straight to the $100 one. So I don't know. No, but but again, again, guys, we're, we're getting a little bit distracted. The point is, with the Discovery, for example, you can't even buy Tier 9 of this ship. Okay? You cannot buy. We know that, that maxing this ship costs 48,000 spore drive components. We looked it up. 48,000. Okay? You can buy your way 25% through there. Okay? Uh, you can buy 10,000 spore drive components, and that's it. Okay, that's all you can buy right now. Right now, okay. I imagine that that pack will resurface during a future uh, a future arc. 
All right. But right now, you literally can't buy the entire show or buy uh, the entire ship. And, and guys, I am okay with that. Why wouldn't you be okay with that? Why are you upset about a limit two pack? Because you can't have it now. And therein lies the problem. Therein lies why you guys get disappointed. Okay? So hear me when I say you are not going to have your discovery to warp 120 overnight. It is going to take you time. It is going to take you effort. It is going to take your participation. All right? And don't be pissed that you can't buy it. They're actually making you play the game, for God's sakes. I know, it's a sin. All right? Stop trying to shovel cash into the game, into a game that you constantly complain and moan and groan about, and enjoy it for what it gives you the ability to do. All right? And for you free-to-plays out there, be happy that you have a path to at least kind of nip at the heels of the pay-to-progressors. Okay? Now, Raxnar says, I'm glad they're not letting you go crazy. I'm only one upgrade away from Tier 7 on Discovery, but I've also won some events and had some great results with the Discovery Officer Pulse. Hey, that's great, Raxnar. I'm with you. I'm actually, uh, I'm right behind you. I am one component uh, away. Hold on. I think I actually am Tier 6. Let me double check here real fast. I, I, I can't remember if I'm one component away from Tier 6 or one component away. No, I'm one component away from Tier 6. I'm a Tier 5, and I've got one, two more. I a lot. i got two more components to go to get to tier six all right so i'm right there with you i'm nipping on your heels and and i've done i've participated in everything as well because i've been telling you how important it's going to be to get this stuff all right and and free to plays somebody who's a free to play who's done everything kukar says i'm tier four today khorn says i just hit tier four okay good job svanon says just got to tier three guys this is good Okay, that's good. You're, you're doing the work. You should feel good about that. You should feel better that Raxnar, who's probably, I don't know for sure, big country, where's your discovery? But if, if Raxnar is one upgrade shy of Tier 7, he may be the farthest along in the galaxy. I have not seen anybody farther along than that, Raxnar. Anybody? I'm, I'm, the, sa- I'm the same with him, and I bought $200. So you bought both $100 packs, which you're limited to. Oh, yeah. All right. So you bought both $100 packs. Raxnar, you may have done the same. Maybe not, and that's okay. Doesn't matter. You don't have to answer. No, that's but, correct. Okay, there you did. So you spent $200 on this ship, and you are capped. You can't spend more. And why? <laughs> Guys, I think that this event, again, I said at the beginning of the arc, all right, I think that this event has been designed relatively well. And again, giving a pay to progressor, giving a payer a chance to be slightly ahead of the curve, okay, but not running away with it. <laughs> Raxnar says, I spent because DJ's told me to. Well, Raxnar, you know what? Let me ask you. You spent $200 on this ship. Now, let me ask you, honest to God, with the announcement that came in the last three days, how do you feel about the use of Discovery now? You spent $200 on this ship on faith. How do you feel about it now? And be straight. I love it. You love it. 
Wow. Makes these events so easy. Okay. Makes the events easy. How do you feel about the the possibility of the future mechanics with Discovery Summons? Have you thought about how you're going to use this ship? Many aspects. Base defense, base attacking, uh, getting your miners to a system so you can pre-mine or, you know, getting back from mining. But they need to gate it because it's going to be pretty dangerous if they don't. I, I would imagine. Hey, hey, so, you listen. were going to review that list. Why don't I know you only went over to one because right? <laughs> we, we, we got we got sidetracked. Like yeah, let's let's yeah. talk about this. Twisted Biscuit says still a POS, buddy. Okay, that is your opinion. That's your opinion. I believe that 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 opinion is probably not shared by the majority of players. Maybe. Maybe more. I know there might be more. All right. Hey, Dr. Serac says, uh, I am at tier eight. Holy cow. You have just rocked these events, haven't you? Congratulations to you. Good night in heaven. Looky there, guys. There's a tier eight discovery from server 48. Well done, sir. <laughs> Good night in heaven. Whew. All right. Uh, big country. Let's continue because I, I can't monitor our personal chat, our, our PM. Will you go to number two on your list? Oh, yeah, I'll go there. Yeah. And, and before you do, V-Ready says, how, how much did you spend on that? V-Ready, the most, if I'm not mistaken, the absolute most he could have spent was 300 uh, or maybe 250 because he could have bought the first one at $50, okay? The Discovery then, Crew Ultra Packs also give you a chance to get um, um, parts as well, but it's a random chance. So you could buy a lot of the Discovery Crew Packs and get there, but that's a lot of money to go. Yeah, that is a pretty expensive path. You're right, and and maybe that's what he did uh, by going through that pack. Uh, but that, I mean, golly, a hundred dollars only got you twelve hundred spore drive components. Um, no, no, a hundred dollars got you twelve hundred discovery recruit tokens, and those things are are averaging what? Are they averaging, let's say, fifty to sixty per per pull? Yeah, sixty to eighty, and the max is one hundred and twenty. I got a. Four hundred and twenties back to back, which is pretty awesome. So let's say oh, lucky, that, lucky, lucky, lucky. Yeah, that's pretty good. So let's say that the average is fifty per hundred. Okay, fifty. Ah, let's be aggressive. Let's say seventy-five per hundred. Seventy-five per hundred. That pack gives you twelve pulls. That means a hundred dollars bought him nine hundred ish. Let's be generous and say a hundred. Uh, that a hundred dollars bought you a thousand spore drive components. That is definitely not a super economical way to go about it. Okay, but he could have also bought fifty dollars, and then when that disappeared and came the hundred dollar pack, he could have bought two of the hundred dollar packs, and and that would have probably given him about twelve thousand five hundred. Okay, so you know, listen, it can be done, and and you can spend some serious cash on it if you want, but I mean, really, most people have probably only spent a couple hundred dollars. Okay, the full unlock I, has I, a thousand I in it. Basically, one recruit pack. And I and every five hundred uh, recruit I spent, I basically got less than a hundred. Yeah, that's that's kind of mine. That's kind of mine as well. Scalyback says I'm concerned for it to be used as a griefing tool. All right, so let's go on. Big country, you got your list there. Number two on yeah. your list. All right, go ahead. Uh, we're talking about saving all resources. You no longer would have to suicide a miner to perform a quick base jump to reload to either defend a raid or join a raid. Or something of that, so it would save you resources because you wouldn't have to suicide your miners anymore. Okay, so but to be fair, they're good. They're good. There's going to be a limit, and they're not going to let you do whatever and how many hours well, you want. Well, 
All right, so here's here's my personal opinion, and P.S. I do not know the mechanic on this. All right, my personal opinion is it's going to use the same the same daggone mycelial network that we're using now. I mean, if, if I'm guessing, okay. I mean, that's that's just me. All right, I don't know, but I'm going to guess that you're using enough mycelium to to do a jump there. All right, except you can do a jump with another ship. Now again, I could be wrong. All right, but if if I take my discovery there, whether I jump it or warp it, all right, and then I can summon another ship to my discovery, I would imagine that's going to cost mycelial jump. Just my opinion. All right, so, there, so. I agree. so there's your limiting factor, okay? It's not going to be unlimited usage. All right, there's your limiting factor. The good news is that this is relatively easy to get, Plus, I don't know if you guys happen to notice this, but it's actually super cheap, too. 20 bucks buys you 80 jumps right now in the game. $20. Well, actually, DJ's I don't that, need that. Once you tear it up, like mine's now, it's like 750 So Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, nineteen ninety nine guys, buys you 80,000 cultivated mycelium. All right, so... And 200 drive components, and which five two, packs like that is 1,000. Components. Yeah, yeah. So, so here's the thing. I, I'm not going to go out on a limb and say that griefers won't use it because it's obviously going to be cheap to use. Okay. Uh, Blokeman says, "I think that's awful. It's like buying gas." Yeah, it kind of, kind of is. All right. But you, but you can grind it out. You can grind it out. All right. You absolutely can. But if you're going to use this thing heavily, you may spend a little bit of money. And again, okay. Again, I'm okay with a, with a pay to progress. As long as you're not leaving people in the dust, okay. Uh, it can be it can be ground out. Okay, so saving resources that was number two on the list. Number three, I say reload tokens. Um, That's a huge like one. A small raid. That's a huge one, guys. There quicker. Saving um, reload tokens, especially for some of the some of the. I mean, that's big time. That's huge. What? <laughs> that's big time. It's massive. Reload tokens, believe it or not, are not just a constantly – I mean, you can get one a day. But if you do a lot of raiding, you don't have a huge stash of those. you got some, all right? But, I, I mean, I do a ton of raiding. I'm probably down to 40 or 50, okay, which, I mean, is still a healthy chunk. But, but honest to God, I'll, I will burn – the day that I raided 1 billion steel, I probably used 50. No, I'm not kidding. I mean, forget, forget raiding. Once you get to DS, I actually – yeah, you have to use it just to do your dailies and stuff. Exactly. Just to do dailies and mining. I used to use five a day. R- Raxnar says the same thing. Uh, I can, Oh, he says I can get four to five a day by farming reds. Yeah, I, I get that. I get that. Uh, Meow says I'm lucky when I have four. So you guys understand, saving your reloads could be a very nice thing out of this ship. All right. Um, next. Uh allows you to be able to get your warships to a base defense faster um lets you get to a node faster you know if you want to hit overprotected miners um and then also you know for like places like pajam or morisco where there's limited parking uh, this enables you and you're trying to defend somebody or trying to raid somebody then this this is a way to kind of get your ships there um faster okay those are all very good, peaceful, economical reasons. There you go. We separated the list into Big's list and then my list. 
Big, was <laughs> was, was there anything else on your list, Big? Well, no. I mean, but, I, but to be fair, the, the we mechanic actually about, has to work. Um, Oh, of course, yeah. V ready. We're we are. I am assuming it's going to work. Okay, that's. I'm assuming it's going to work. Okay. Uh, the problem is yeah, assuming I, doesn't work. I know. I, they've, they've actually been very disappointing. <laughs> I may be wrong. I may be wrong, but I'm. I'm assuming that it's going to function. This is. I think for us, like you said, you're building up hype, and I. And I totally get that. And and of course, I'm being conservative because I want to wait and see how much are the jumps going to cost, how much. How is it going to work in the deep space? How much dill is it going to cost me to do the research or the trade or whatever it may mm-hmm. be? Stella particle, who knows? But you know, I'm a God, I hope it's not too. Stella particles. Yeah, I hope. I hope. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know but, what I want it to be. Honestly, you know what I want it to be? I want it to be just basic RSS. I think that's what I want it to be. What do you want it to be, Big? Star gas. You want it to be what? Two star gas. <laughs> Two star gas. There you go. <laughs> I'm with you, buddy. There you go. I'm with you. Uh, okay. I want to see, see everybody fighting over the 1,000. You know what? Gas. Hey, you want to make two star systems relevant again? Listen, they kind of have. They kind of have by bringing everybody down with the Discovery's warp range. I'm telling you what, Scopely, you want to you want to recycle the systems and make use of the space on the map. Make us start mining two star again. See how that goes for you. <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh, it'd be good. Okay. Uh, did you have anything else on your list, Big? Because now I want you to read mine. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. Yours was, and and this one I really like. I think it goes both ways. Disrupt armadas, yeah. or if you have somebody running late to an armada, okay, this enables you to be able to get Abs- there at the last minute, but. Um, you know, using it for the armadas, which I, I really like that aspect of it. Absolutely. Being able to jump somewhere for an armada and get your ship there instantaneously for whoever might be running late. But also, as Scaly, disruption. Uh, yeah, as Scaly has just mentioned that he is fearful of on his server, uh, disruption, all right, griefing an armada. And again, I'm not a griefer. Please don't, don't – I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying when you're at war, you disrupt armadas. For your opponents, right? Uh-huh. Uh, so you know, and I'm yeah, almost, think, almost constantly at war. I think so. also if you're if you're at war, you can time it, uh, especially if this is where it pops up anywhere where you want it to pop up, and not the edge of the system. You just have it pop up in the circle with 11 seconds to go, 12 seconds to go. Well, w- here's the problem. We'll okay, see. here here's the problem with that. All right, now fo- I like that idea, big, but l- but let's follow through. First of all, we know that discovery in its current form cannot jump to a spot to a spot in the system okay so let me ask you if you're at war with my alliance and Mm -hmm. you have an armada that's counting down and you're within say 60 to 90 seconds all right and you see my discovery come in what's the first thing you're going to do well i'm a i'm a definitely camp raid in the well i'm a boy you're discovery. you're gonna kill the discovery because yeah. what am i doing if we're at war and you see my yeah. discovery you know what's coming yeah. <laughs> i am bringing uh, ships yeah. so so you're so now guys strategy think about this for a second what is the number one ship that you're going to look for if you are watching yeah. if you're watching anything and and a discovery creeps up on you what are you going to do? 
You're gonna you're gonna take that sucker out. It don't matter what they're doing. They could send you a message that says, "Oh, I was just doing a mission." Yeah, like hell you were. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Death to your discovery. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm shutting that down. I'm shutting it down. Okay. So if my if I see a discovery creeping up on my lines, I don't care why you're there. You're it's gonna die. Okay, Gothic Marty kind of says it right. The Discovery is now almost a KOS ship in the game. If you see it anywhere near your base or near your armada, take it out. Take it out. <laughs> because ships are coming. All right. Day Trade says, you know what? With this mechanic, they need to change armada timers. Yes. Yes. I've been preaching it. I've been preaching it. And yes, Day Trade. I absolutely want, with this mechanic, I want five-minute timers across the board. Maybe seven. I could go with seven. Trucking Chick says, no, no, no. I could go with seven. I could do seven. But you've got a discovery. You could do seven. Okay? So, how do you use the discovery to disrupt an armada? Thank you, Yeti. You could hide the discovery. Bring the discovery in a little bit north or a little bit west or a little bit south. And bring your ships in at the edge and then come in with the warships to disrupt the armada. All right. Or if this is the alliance you're going to attack is so unsuspecting in any way, shape, or form that they let you get your discovery into their armada circle, well, then it's lights out. <laughs> okay. Then it's lights out because you can warp directly into their center and kill all their and kill all the ships. Okay. So, so guys, a ton of ways to use this for my first point, which was armada disruption. But you know, I'm a I'm a jerk. Uh, big country. <laughs> Next point on, on my list. <laughs> uh, the pop enemy miners. Pop enemy miners. That's number two on my list. Yes, I will spend 750 mycelium just to take out an enemy miner. I will. All right, next. <laughs> uh, pop uh, deep space miners, especially before vents. to stop people from cheating in the game i did not write that don't you dare i didn't write that no no no. i'm summarizing here i use i say air quotes you didn't see it Uh, stop cheaters from the game uh didn't say that but yes i typically like to pop over cargo right before an event preload uh cam says what's going to happen if you destroy the discovery in a black alert stage canceled I'm going to guess, Cam, that you've lost your mycelium and the ship cannot summon anything. Okay, that's my guess. All right, and I believe that that would be appropriate. If you try to summon a ship to kill my armada and I take out your discovery, then too bad, so sad. Okay, that's my opinion. Um, Let's see, uh, was there anything else on my list? Uh, yeah, you know, and this is, a, you know, PvP skirmishes just to kind of, I think it's one of those things where it'll keep, typically, especially with armadas, like when you do or base defenses or something, typically, you know, it's almost like, a, I don't want to say it's a time event, but, you know, it's, if this happens, everybody's dead, then it's like, okay, we, we move on. I think with this, it's going to keep people coming in longer and longer, and the skirmishes will last longer. Well, so that's great. Good action. <laughs> it's super. Yeah, good action. Yeah, they, it should improve some PvP. Mac, I yeah. love your idea. Big country. Get a check of this. Mac says uh, it would actually be more fun if the wormhole itself exploded and killed all the ships you were summoning. I am okay yeah. with that, Mac. I, trust me, I'm 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 okay with that. All right. I would like it. That's high risk, high no, reward. Like 
how cool would it be if like you're creating the wormhole between like where your home base is, where your ships are coming from and where they're going. If I like see it and I'm able to get into it and like go back with you back to your base or something like, Oh them, my like, God. That that's amazing. Like, that is amazing. I love yeah. that. Scopely, Scopely, you need to hear that. You that need to hear bad. that. That would be cool. Someone pops me, all right, or 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 you know comes to whatever. If I can, if I can somehow piggyback their wormhole back to their base. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. oh you yeah. Let's leave a warp trail. Leave a warp trail, Scopely, that I can follow back to that player's base. Oh man. Man, oh man, I love it, Mac. That is, that is genius, guys. Do you need some alone time? Maybe. You might need to take a break. Go take a cold shower, <laughs> guys. Here is the summation of the last one hour. I stand by my claim, Big Country. I'm going to give you a chance to give closing remarks here in just a moment. Here's my closing remarks. I stand by my claim that the Discovery is the most important ship in your fleet. I stand by it for all the reasons that we've discussed today. I stand by it for all the implications that this ship has, not only for you uh, and, and itself, but every other ship in your dock. Okay? It can literally take you anywhere at any time in, in the blink of an eye. That is the spore drive. That, that is the spore drive, and now it's not limited to this ship. You can pvp with it if you want you can mine with it if you want you can armada with it if you want and we know we know that it is not going to cost your already uh expensive and rare and severely uh thinned materials we know it's not going to cost crystal gas or ore now we don't know what it's going to cost okay it could be worse. <laughs> I guess it could be worse. All right. But we don't know exactly what it's going to cost. But we know that it's not going to cost our already dwindling supply of three-star uncommon and four-star uncommon or rare or epic for the four-star players. We know that these resources are going to be better used in other areas of the game because they're already so stretched thin. And so I, for one, am glad that this warp range research will not – be using those materials big country i give you the floor for your closing remarks and why you disagree that the discovery is the most important ship in the fleet and then we will take our first break no listen i'm excited i like it i just want to kind of wait and see you know how everything works and and how it's going to play out i just you know, to, to make a claim, I was just giving you a hard time about best in fleet claim that that's that's a huge, huge claim. I, I don't want I wouldn't go that far where it's like <laughs> best in fleet, but I'm, I'm ballsy. excited about the possibilities. Let, let's see how it plays out. I'm ballsy. I made the claim and I'm standing by it. All right. I may I you may not think I'm right. Let, let me just real quick, just real quick. Raise of hands. Raise of hands right now in the chat, all right, or jump into voice if you'd like, or just, you know, yes or no. Do you feel, and I'm, I'm going to, I am going to give you guys the flexibility, okay? Do you feel that this ship is going to be in your top three? And, and, and later on, we're going to go back to refining it to the top ship in the fleet. 
but do you think that this ship is going to be in your top three? Kess says no. Starbase says no. Uh, William Riker says no. Yeti says yes. Arian, yes. Commander Taylor, yes. Tequila says yeah, probably top three. Uh, Dr. Serac, yes. Royal Power says no. Obi-Wan Kenobi says no. Chala says no. That's interesting. Very, very 50-50. I think it's about 50-50. Yeah, it's very, very 50-50. Svanon says no, it's a utility yeah. only. It's a pretty daggone important utility, Svanon. Okay? <laughs> like, I think it's a pretty daggone... I think it's a pretty daggone wild mechanic. I mean, th- this utility literally gives you unlimited potential as far as what you can do with this ship. I, I don't know. A lot of people, yeah, it's very 50-50. I, I think this is my, I think some of the skepticism is because we're all in the back of our mind thinking it's not going to work right. I bet you if we ask that, how many people think it's not going to work right when it comes out, you'll get... 95% yeses. Go ahead. You guys that answer that question. How many people think that this is going to be launched and it won't work? <laughs> All right. That's a given. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> maybe maybe they just make it not work just in order to tease us. That would not be a good tease. That's not a good tease. All right. Uh, wow. Yeah, that one's, that one's pretty daggone unanimous. And and goes back to my earlier point, Scopely. You have trained us well. We are your dogs. <laughs> you, you have trained us that when you say something new, we automatically think we better turtle up. Right? <laughs> right, Bega? Of course it's not going to work. Um, yeah. Hey, uh, Max, says, uh, Max says, you know, they could, uh, you know, use like what they did here a couple of weeks ago and test this on a server, on a live server before it goes live. And that would actually be a very good idea. I don't think anybody is going to be mad. I don't think anybody would be mad that somebody else got it a day early if they actually put it out and test it somewhere. All right. Truck and Chick says, here's my takeaway. I'm intrigued with the potential, but not enjoying the speculation. Well, let's narrow down what we know, Chick. What we know is that it will be able to transport your ships anywhere in the galaxy, dependent on your level of warp range on the ship itself, as well as your level of research in the galaxy tree. We know that the research is not going to cost you uncommon or rare materials, uh, but we don't know what it does cost, but we know that it's not going to be uncommon. Um, and, and you know what? That's cool. And I appreciate the hint, by the way, Scopely. Thank you for letting me drop that little nugget bomb on these people. Um, it, 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 uh, I think it puts a lot of people's concerns at rest, but now they're, they're just wanting more, right? And, and that's the problem, right? That's, that's actually what, believe it or not, folks, that's what they have said in the past about hype. You can hype anything, and then people just want more and more and more and more and more. So you guys are going to have to be patient. I will have more hints for you coming, uh, coming up in the future. All right, and uh, and I might even let you guys choose the hint that I would give. All right, like uh, you guys can ask me the questions, I'll tabulate them, and that'll be the question I ask if they want to indeed release that hint. I don't know, could be fun, could be fun. We'll see. Uh, in the meantime, we're going to take a very quick break, and uh, and we are going to take so. <laughs> It's six minutes before the top of the hour. I was not going to play an anomaly event. I was going to stay with you guys, but you guys are all saying, hey, listen, we need five minutes for the anomaly event. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a break. 
We will actually uh, break in our taping. We'll let you do your anomaly, and we'll pick back up at 10 minutes after the top of the hour. You guys are so silly. I can't believe that we're going to do this. Uh, but, yeah, hey, I've been encouraging participation. You better do it, okay? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I can't I, – I don't know. Snake Eyes, what does this mean for you? Can you pause live streaming? I don't know if I can do that. Snake Eyes, answer my question. No, we can't. Guys, we're, we're, we're going we're gonna to come back as scheduled. Okay, we're gonna come back and schedule. You guys can play. Uh, you guys can play and do the event at the same time. All right. Prove our wives wrong and multitask. Yeah, that's right. We can do it, guys. We're gonna take a quick break. Uh, when we get back, we're gonna spend the next 20, 30 minutes talking about the other piece of the excitement this week, and that is the return of the long-awaited John Harrison. Is he worth it? And what is he costing some players right now? And more importantly, how can he be used? We're going to give you all those answers coming up right after the break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll return in a moment. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Minute Mud Orange Juice, made by the same six-year-olds who try to sell you mud pies on the street corner. Oh, oh, COVID, oh, COVID. I'm going to win the war on you. COVID, oh COVID, let's go back to school. COVID, oh COVID, Joe says I'm a fool. But COVID, oh COVID, you're no worse than a flu. Now we've got herd mentality, walk herd mentality, talk herd mentality, smile herd mentality, lie herd mentality, vote herd mentality. And my numbers are off the chart. Oh, COVID, yeah, COVID, oh, I am coming for you. Well, 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 COVID, yeah, COVID. Checking in for the remix. You know they had that 75 Street Brazil. Well, this year's gonna be called Gaiocho. Que hola, Gata. Que hola, Omega. And this is how we gonna do it. Dale. One, two, three, four. Uno, dos, tres. I know you want me. You know I want you. I know you want me. You know I want you. I know you want me. You know I want you. I know you want me. Welcome back in, everybody. There you go, Big. It's for you. He wanted Pitbull. You know, it's interesting to me. You don't you don't strike me as a Pitbull fan, Big Country. Yeah, he says, loving me some Pitbull. Uh, the song is I Know You Want Me, and uh, what's really, really funny about that uh, is the song choice. Welcome back in, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. Welcome back from break. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. And uh, we are back here to talk about John Harrison and uh, talking about uh, the song choice you guys listened to during the commercial break, uh, I Know You Want Me, which is interesting. That is kind of exactly what John Harrison is saying to you guys all right now. John Harrison is literally singing the Pitbull song in his head, maybe out loud. Uh, it absolutely, Chuck Segrin says it absolutely is Harrison. Harrison's song for the auction. I know you want me. Guys, uh, if you are uh, willing, 
and moderators try to uh, keep up with this as well. If you're willing, go ahead and throw some screenshots into the Talking Trek chat room and moderators take some of these screenshots and throw them into the graphics room. Uh, take a look at some of these leaderboards. Let's do this. Server 147, this is the 30 to 39 leaderboard, capped out at 27.8 million. Not bad, Lord Farquaad, but rookie numbers. Okay, let's take a look at server 17. Kukar says, hell no, can't do it. First place at 71 million points. Let's take a look at Jayberg, server 32 in their 40-plus bracket. Uh, and first and second place separated by only 680,000 points at 138 million. Holy guacamole. Guys, welcome in to our YouTube streamers. Thank you guys so much for being here. Uh, and we desperately need for you guys to subscribe to the channel. If you're there, I uh, appreciate you clicking the little subscribe button. If you're listening in Discord right now, click, uh, link all over, uh, link on over and click on the subscribe button. Click on the bell so you know when we got future content coming out. Um, but uh, would like to welcome everybody there. Raxnar showing us on server 8, 122.5 million. Server 15, 40 plus, 277 million in first place. Uh, server 8, uh, 30 to 39 brackets, 62 million. Mo D, server 16, 90 million. Good night in heaven. Server 32 at 66 million in first place. Uh, mods, I hope you guys are grabbing some of these and throwing them over. Uh, just absolutely insane. Guys, John Harrison. Let's talk about John Harrison for a minute. Um, uh, sorry about that. Let's talk about John Harrison. Uh, big, I'm going to... Um, I'm going to lean on you here a little bit. Actually, Snake Eyes, now, now you know what? For the longest time, Snake Eyes uh, kept his silence here on the show. Snake Eyes didn't do a whole lot of talking, uh, but he did a video here not long ago, and he actually titled it Snake Eyes Speaks, and you guys really, really liked it. You liked it so much, in fact, that Snake Eyes and I have been developing a new YouTube series specifically for him. And he is really excited about it. Uh, we hope that you guys are really, really excited about it. Snake Eyes getting ready to begin his own teaching Trek series on YouTube. And we're going to tell you a little bit more about that coming up in the future. But uh, Snake Eyes uh, warming up to the microphone a little bit and beginning a, a teaching Trek series of his own that we hope that you guys will uh, enjoy very, very much. That being said, Snake Eyes is one of the few visionaries on Server 15. Snake Eyes was one of the very few players who were able to obtain John Harrison 19 months ago. That's how long it's been, folks. 19 months. I said 18 in the video. It was actually 19. 19 months that this officer has been shelved. Big country. Did you have John Harrison? Because I think I know the answer. Uh-oh. What's wrong? Have, you got, have I lost you guys? Can you all hear me? No, I, no, oh, there I you. Yeah, okay. no, I have John Harrison. You do have yeah. John Harrison. Okay. Now, yeah. you, had, you had John Harrison from the first go-around. Now, let's give right. a quick, a very quick history lesson on John Harrison, all right? For those newer players uh, who are joining the game today, you have no idea who this card is. You have no idea why people are going bananas for this guy, okay? This, at the time 
of his release, this officer was literally the most powerful officer in the game. Big country, agree or disagree? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. He was the officer to get. By the way, this officer, crazy enough, was given away for free in an event store. All right, because way back then, big country, Scoopley had not yet gotten the bright idea of doing player auctions <laughs> or doing, uh, doing officer auctions. That hadn't happened 19 months ago. All right, this guy was given out for free. And you know what's crazy? The majority of the community passed. The majority of the community passed on this guy because we didn't see the relevance at that time, did we? Oh, shucky darn. Shucky darn, this guy ended up being the most powerful officer in the game. All right. Now, he was so overpowered, he was so ridiculously OP that they actually nerfed him. All right. They recalled this officer and changed his mechanics. Big, can you tell us a little bit about that at that time? Because I, 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 I don't, I don't have. Remember how- I don't remember the fact that you had to be the guy who did the attacking. And then, like, you just, if you were the one that attacked, like, you killed your opponent, like, every time. It didn't matter. It seemed like it didn't matter. And then then they nerfed him after. What did they do when they nerfed him? Because look at his officer ability now. His officer ability now is still pretty daggone good. All right. That officer ability for the first round of combat, Harrison ignores 60% of the opponent's shield. And that's a tier one, folks. That's a tier one. Snake Eyes I says... I think that's what it was. It used to be the first three rounds. Is I that what it was? was? The first three rounds when it came out. Okay. I, I'm, I'm not one of... I, I think that's what it was. I don't know. I didn't have him. I don't remember. And, you know, here's the crazy thing, is when everybody had the opportunity to first get him, he really wasn't even discussed that much because he didn't look good. It didn't look good. Snake Eyes says, I think it was actually possibly even broken. Uh, I thought it was 100% instead of 60, uh, and that it, it was broken, that it was, that it was giving 100% of shield ignore. And you know what's funny about that? I actually I wonder if that sounds familiar. Yeah, Burn Like I said the same thing. That sounds familiar to me. I think he was 100%. He ignored 100% of the shield, meaning that your ship would do all of its damage – two hull all right it ignored the 80 percent that was supposed to go all right now it did not ignore mitigation all right so let's say you dealt a hundred thousand power shot 50 percent of it got uh, mitigated then normally 40,000 would go to shields and 10,000 would go to hull out of the remaining 50 in this case all 50,000 went to hull all right nc says i'm kind of thinking it was a hundred percent for the first three rounds even crazier Okay, so uh, absolutely redonkulous officer. Redonkulous. So redonkulous, in fact, that Scopely shelved him. They did not want this officer rolling around the galaxy because he was stupid good. He was stupid good. And he was insanely good on one specific ship. All right. He was insanely good on one ship, and that was the USS Saladin. Why is he good on the USS Sally? 
Let's talk about this because even my own team was having a conversation last night. What ship is he best on? Because all of us are rolling around in bigger show. Most of us, a lot of us, are rolling around in bigger ships than a Sally today. So what is he best on? Is it the Horizon? No, it's not the Horizon. <laughs> all right. Uh, is it a Pylum? Yes, the Pylum is f- phenomenal if you're a G4 player. All right, he's great on a Pylum uh, if you're a G4 player. Now, Gothic Marty says he's got an interesting claim. Gothic Marty says nowhere but the Sally. Mm, Snake Eyes says Sally is good. Gladius, okay, the Interceptors mainly. All right. Uh, I'm going to tell you why Snake Eyes is partially right, but Marty is 100% right. Marty is 100% right. Folks, there is not a larger gun in the game than the first gun on a Saladin because of that monstrous first shot. Uh, Guys, real quick, and I I don't have the game up, so somebody help me out. Go into your ship management screen, throw it up in chat, click on the kinetic gun, and scroll down to your stats. All right? If you've got a tier 8, tier 7, tier 8, it should show that your max shot is roughly 80,000. Okay? Anybody uh, go ahead and throw that up in the chat, and then the moderators throw it in the graphics. I should have had something like this ready, and I didn't. I apologize. If you take a look at the, at the kinetic gun on the Sally, which fires in the first round, you see that that big gun, the 80,000-power gun, fires in the first round. Thank you, K-Horn. That's it. By the way, not an energy. It is a kinetic. Stupid. But anyway, you look there. Minimum damage, 70. Max damage, 84. Okay, 84,000 is max, uh, max damage on that one gun. Now, that also gets added to the second gun, too. Okay, so you, you get, you know, you get both guns. But the, the reason that I bring up this gun is you look at that. Now, uh, somebody, if you would be so kind, all right, uh, somebody who's got a Gladius. Somebody's got a Gladius. Let's look at the same thing. Let's look at the weapon or the round one weapons and look and see what the max weapon damage is for that gun in round one. Do it on a Centurion. Do it on an Enterprise or an Augur. Guys, I'm here to tell you, that level 28 ship, the Sally, has the most possible damage in round one of any ship in G3 space. All right, now some are close. Some are close. Trash Panda just throws up uh, the Sally. There it is, 84,000. Thank you for that. Uh, Now, Snake Eyes says not the Centurion. Here's why I would argue that the Centurion is actually pretty daggone close, okay? Um, And here's why, all right? The Centurion was fixed with the last combat update, and it now fires four shots per round. Now, here's what I'm going to do, because I'm I'm trying to drive a certain place, and I'm not getting there. So let me me do it myself here. Uh, Here we go. The Centurion fires... 15,000 on one gun, fires 15,000 on its other gun, and then fires two shots at 15,000. So that's 15, that's 60,000. Centurion is decent, not as good as the Sally, but the Centurion's still giving you 60,000. All right, that's wrong, Stevens Aaron. That's not right anymore. Okay, I, I, I don't think so. Wait, charge. Oh, it is. I thought they fired four times per round. That got changed. 
Oh, it fires two shots. I got you. So, okay, Centurion is out. Let's take a look at the Gladius. Okay, the Gladius. And, and guys, what you're doing here is you're looking at your stats. Okay, you're looking at your stats. Uh, you're looking at the actual weapon and seeing how many times it's going to fire. Here, the Gladius fires its kinetic weapon in the first round and fires 45,000 in damage. Let's take a look at the right cannon. Another 45,000 in round one. And then the energy weapon fires 20,000. So, guys, the Gladius is another really good one. The Gladius is going to get you about 110,000. And, by the way, my Gladius is only tier 7. Okay? So, there's another one. So, interceptors, as Snake Eyes said, pretty daggone right. Okay? Interceptors, something with a big gun. Yeah, he did. He said no Centurion, and he said the Gladius. He was right against me on both counts. All right. Chuck's Grunt says, what about a Max Stella with 8 to 16 shots? So here's why I don't necessarily like it with Stella, uh, because it'll only work against – I mean, it, it would work in PvE, I guess. By the way, he does work in PvE, but I don't think he works in Armadas. Um, but he does work in PvE, so if you're grinding reds, that would probably be good. All right. Um, but, you know, I, I think he's more of a PvP engine myself. All right, but a gladius, uh, a gladius is is definitely in that list. All right, the Sally is great. By the way, my tier seven gladius in the first round has the potential to throw one hundred and twenty thousand, while the Sally has the potential to throw a hundred thousand. You tell me where the cost value is there, because I guarantee I spent more than I should have on the on the gladius when I had a perfectly good Sally. Okay. <laughs> So, I mean, we're talking the difference of 20,000 damage in one. And, and probably the opponent's going to mitigate a good chunk of that. All right. Now, Mac does have a point that the Gladius fires kinetics more often. But I'm, I'm referring to the use particularly with John Harrison. Okay. I'm saying that particularly about John Harrison. John Harrison is a one officer or a one round only officer. All right. Meaning that you want stupid good damage in the first round. So, guys, let's talk about officer-crew combinations now that John Harrison has returned to the game. And, and, and I'm going to summarize with this. These auctions are insane. The auctions are insane. I hope that you find yourself in a position to be able to compete. Me personally, I'm looking at it like this. I've waited 18 months. I'm willing to wait a little bit longer because here is my personal opinion and I made a bet. By the way, Stevens Aaron, I saw that you accepted my bet. Bet on. Stevens Aaron, I made a bet uh, available to the public on the official Discord. And my bet was this I said within eight weeks, within eight weeks, we'll see John Harrison in the recruit chest. Okay. Jerry Ryan says, I'm not spending on that. Uh, McSurgeon says, the Harrison auction is just daggone near impossible. How is somebody supposed to compete? I, I, don't, I don't, I'm with you, man. All right. I, I, I could not compete. I could not compete on what's happening on my server right now. All right. I get it. I understand. The good news is, if they are going to bring him back into this game. Now, Trash Panda says, you're not supposed to compete unless you spend money. I, I think it's pretty obvious that the players who are driving up these leaderboards, they're spending money. I, I don't think there's any way 
I don't think that there's any way that you could argue that these guys are not spending a little bit of dough. All right, they are. And this is why the video, guys, I really want you to go watch the video that we published just the day. Uh, what was it, Snake Eyes, yesterday? All right. Uh, I published this video yesterday, maybe the day before. Uh, and, and here's what I said. I'm going to summarize with this, and then we're going to get to some crew combinations. We'll get ready to wrap up on time. This is what I said, folks. I personally don't mind Scopely making money this way. All right. And I invite your conversation. Big, I don't know if you watched the video yet or not. But I like them making money this way. I would rather them make money on nostalgia and make money on players wanting to be involved with a piece of history. Because let's face it, Harrison's a great officer. Don't get me wrong. For 90% of you, he could potentially be a primary officer for you. But there are other officers and other crews in the game. And let's face it, this guy, as expensive as he is, is still going to be a Tier 1 to Tier 2 guy for most of you for a long time. Okay? For most of you for a long time. NC says, I haven't bought a pack yet, and I'm at $89 million. That's pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive. Um, the, the thing is, you, you almost had to choose, right, NC? Now, you're, you, I know that you already have your jelly, but I know that there were a lot of <laughs> – a lot of upper 30-level players, gosh, that were thinking, gosh, should I go ahead and do it now for Harrison or should I continue to wait on my jelly? Because, guys, this auction, in my opinion, I don't know. I can't wait to see the numbers. I think this auction is bringing more than the last jelly event. I mean, me personally. I think that this auction is bringing more than any auction has brought since 5 of 10. I think Jayla is the only officer that could have potentially made more money than John Harrison. And I'm okay with it because it's not new content. It's not a paywall on new mechanics. It's not gating anything new. This is, this is uh, like I said in the video, this is allowing somebody to go back and pick up a piece of history. Allowing somebody to go back and buy, you know, a piece of of something some prop or a piece of a uniform okay from one of their favorite tv shows or movies okay this is an old officer that does still have some relevance but he ain't i mean he's not he's no longer the best officer in the game i think that's a fair thing to say Uh, big country where would you cl- would you classify him as as even a top three officer in the game today, or is he more a piece of history? Uh, yeah, no, I I think Khan is still the most important player in the game, um, but uh, no, man, I think he has his purposes, you know. But no, I don't think he's in the top three or in the top five or maybe even the top ten. Mm. Maybe the top ten. Maybe the top ten. Snake Eyes agrees. Says top ten is pushing it. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, guys, here's the thing. I personally am okay with this. I I actually even joked with Snake Eyes the other day. I said, I wonder if they did this because every listen. I'm going to go ahead and call it out. Everybody's thinking it. Everybody's thinking it. So let's just go ahead and throw it out there. Everybody's thinking. Cash out. Yeah. Everybody's thinking. Well. Scopely must have needed to make a, little, a few extra bucks this month. Scopely's revenue must be down. We, we must have needed to, to make some money. Well, by God, 
they knew how to do it. <laughs> Listen, even if that's DJ, true. DJ, it is. It's the end of the quarter. Even if that's true, if that's true, and and I am not disputing it, all right. If it is true that the that the games designers or the games marketers sat down and said, "Ooh, revenue's a little off for this quarter. What can we do to jack it up? Let's bring back Harrison." All right. Somebody might have said that as a joke, <laughs> and then we have people spending thousands of dollars on this officer, thousands of dollars on this officer. And what's crazy is that nobody in the game, I mean, some people are, but as a general population, we're not complaining about this auction, are we? I know some people are because you can't compete, and obviously you're not going to compete, okay? I know you can't compete. A lot of people can't compete. I can't compete. All right, Steven Zaren says, huh, scratch my head, how can we make a quick million? I don't think that was it, Stevens, Aaron. I would be, uh, I would be more along the lines of, how can we make a quick ten million? Because I would be willing to bet that this officer is bringing multi millions of dollars to Scopely this weekend, and I'm okay with it because it doesn't impact my abilities in the game today. It's a piece of history. Okay, and that's why I'm okay. I even told Snake Eyes, I said, you know what? Even if they were trying to hit some kind of revenue marker, even if that's what it was. Uh, or, or maybe they did this in an effort to see what they wanted to monetize the new research at. I mean, listen, I think that it, the new research could cost some money. All right. Maybe in an effort to not make it so daggone expensive, they decided to unbox this guy. Okay. I'm not saying that I know anything about their motivation over there. All right, but what I am saying is this was was something that we have been asking for for almost two years, and then we got it. And is anybody surprised that it came in auction form? This is simple supply and demand, folks. Simple, simple supply and demand. The, the, the community is proving this weekend how much we wanted this officer. They are, you guys are proving it. 1,000% lock, stock, and barrel. You're proving how badly you wanted this officer. And Scopely's like, wow, they were right. <laughs> because this auction is making buku bucks. All right? And it is, I don't think it's going to be the last one. If they're making this much money today, then I would imagine that we will see this auction again. However... And here is my point to you guys, the community, and also I put it in the video and also here listen to my message to you, Scopely. I am totally cool with you making money like this, okay? You're not gating new content. Uh, hopefully this means that the new content is not as expensive. I'm, I'm so happy that, that you've got a community that's willing to support you on this officer. All right. I'm glad that you decided to unbox this guy again, bring him back. He's a great officer. Uh, I don't know that he's worth what some people are paying, but he is super. I mean, he's a great officer. Thank you for bringing him back. Thank you for hearing us and bringing him back. And by the way, cool idea on the auction. I don't care. I'm good with you making money on a piece of history. I'm good with that. However, here's the big butt in the room. Don't forget about your free-to-plays. All right. I do not expect this thing to be in a recruit chest in two weeks. 
Don't, I ain't crazy, okay? I made a bet. I made a bet that it would be eight weeks. I made a bet with Stevens Aaron that this officer will be in the recruit chest in eight weeks. In hindsight, Stevens Aaron, eight weeks might be aggressive. Could be 12. All right, but I'm not going to modify it. I bet you two tacos. I'll, be, I'll make good on it, all right? I bet you eight weeks. But I want it to be known. I want it, I want it to be remembered that I, I am kind of thinking potentially maybe 12. All right? Uh, but, yes, you're right, Lord Friends, and I'm going to send a message and say, please do it in eight weeks so I can win tacos. All right? But if, listen, community, if it is eight weeks, count your blessings. All right, because this is an officer they probably could make money on for quite some time. So, and, and that's why, Stevens Aaron, I said eight weeks before we saw these leaderboards. Now I'm seeing the leaderboards and thinking, gosh, maybe 12. <laughs> All right, because, listen, I think they're going to make – I think they're going to let uh, the auctions run a couple more times. I, honestly, I think that this auction will run at least two to three more times. But then I do believe that the free-to-plays will have a chance. All right. I do believe, guys, that they cannot and will not bring out this officer just like they didn't with 10 of 10 and 5 of 10 and 6 of 10, just like I expect the mud officers to be in the ultra recruits in the next two to three months, just like I expect uh, Burnham and the Discovery crew to be in the, in the recruit chest here in the next four to five months. Okay, guys, I expect that they will follow their pattern. I expect that John Harrison will be able to be recruited in a, in a box in the next three to four months. I made a bet for two months, but that was probably aggressive. Okay. Lieutenant Razik says, when Scopely makes $50 million on Harrison, why would they gift him to free-to-play? Well, first of all, they're probably not going to make $50 million on him. All right, $50 million is too much. All right. I think that they could make, I think that they could make seven to $10 million off of him. Maybe five. Five to $7 million. All right. I think that they could make five to $7 million off this cat. All right. However, however, Razik, that will i mean just like the life of all officers eventually eventually through enough auctions people uh will become spent out on him okay uh and not only that and and this is my message of of urgency of importance scopely you cannot ignore all right you cannot ignore your free-to-players on officers like this and so far they haven't razik i mean it took three months but jayla and 10 of 10 are now in your recruit chest I mean, you get them every day for free. You get shards every single day for free. Okay? Uh, the MUDs that were part of the, uh, the first arc uh, and then the third arc, I would expect in the next two to three months we see them. All right? Because that's their pattern. Three months after the close of the arc is when we saw the Borg officers. So I'm going to presume three months after the close of Stella, we're going to see those officers in the recruit chest. Three months after the close of Discovery, we're going to see those officers in the recruit chest. And John Harrison could be the same, depending on how much money he makes. Raxnar says, what about the original Swarm Jayla? Good question. I don't know. Would it? How cool would it be if this one, if they brought her out in an auction? But I don't know. I think you need, I think you need more story there. So I don't know. I don't know. But yes, the officers are coming. The officers are coming. Yeah, Stevens Aaron says eventually they get retired and put in the ultra recruits, and you're not wrong. All right, so I expect that to happen, and I expect it to happen with John Harrison as well. Time-wise, don't know, but I do expect it to happen. All right. 
Any other questions about John Harrison? Uh, you know what? We talked about – let's do this. Five minutes real quick because we're, we're running out of time. Five minutes. Crew combinations for John Harrison. Go. Uh, I'll, I'll go first. Snake Eyes, I know that we did some testing. And by the way, I need to catch up with you. That's why I messaged you late last night. I want to do some testing uh, on some crews, and here's what I like. Now, Snake Eyes is saying Yuki, Harrison, and Mud 2.0. Not a bad idea. Stevens Aaron says Yuki, Burnham, and Harrison. Here's why I don't like that. Burnham, I did some, some testing. I did a lot of testing with Burnham. Burnham is working. Burnham is good. Uh, but I don't feel like Burnham is great at Tier 1. Like, I think Burnham needs to be de- needs to be developed a little bit more. I don't think it's good enough to use uh, right now. Guys, I can't believe it. People are saying Gorkon, Kurla, Harrison. Some people are saying Harrison as captain with Marcus and Nero. Uh, Epic Neo says Mud, Harrison, and Burnham. Guys, thank you, Shinjo. Jesus, thank you. He is the first person that says Pike, Harrison, and Curla. And yes, I say Pike because Pike works with Harrison. Pike works with Harrison. So you can take a 60% shield ignore to 84% if you got Pike in the captain's seat. Okay? 84% shield ignore. Now you take Pike and you boost him with Curla, and Shinjo says crit or die. That's exactly right. The only reason that I may uh, suggest something different there, Shinjo, I could potentially see Gorkon in place of Curla, possibly, if you're going to run on a Sally or a Gladius, maybe. Okay? And really, probably truthfully, a Sally. Okay? Um... Kayhorn says Saru, Burnham, and Harrison for base defense. Uh, so Saru, I did some testing with him too. I don't know that Saru's captain's maneuver is working. All right. On the official Discord, they say he's not working. I have done – I don't trust that uh, because I want to see it with my own eyes. And I went in and did some crazy in-depth testing. Um, and I did that – who did I do that with? I think I did – oh, uh, shout out Charmed. Charmed and I uh, did some testing, I think, yesterday or the day before, and I literally suicided on him 13 times. He killed me all 13 times. But we got some good data, and I am going to put that into a video, and we're going to get that out hopefully tomorrow or the next day. But I don't think just and, – and I'm going to have to do some math, but I don't think Saru is working. I don't think so. Okay, Hugo says Saru is working, but his effect only works once per fight and not once per hit like he stated. Okay, that may be it, Hugo, because like I said, I, I ran 13 tests, uh, half and half, and I was getting the same number of crits pretty much all over the place. Like, Saru was not decreasing my chance to crit. Um, but, you know, I, that's why I wanted to go through the numbers. So, so I would say Saru is not, is not good enough to use right now. All right, if he's working but only working for one round, that's not worth it. All right, take him out. All right, take him out. Medic says, on an Enterprise, Bones is Captain, Kirk, and Harrison. All right. Uh, Bones will boost Harrison by 35%, but you actually get other usable advantages from Bones in PvP, unlike Pike. True. That's true. Um, I think you get a better bonus out of Pike. You're going to make Harrison more effective by using Pike. So, uh, you know... QA says, which officer can actually negate Harrison? I don't know that anybody negates Harrison. Well, you know what? Nope, take that back. You know who negates Harrison? 
Eurydice. Eurydice will negate Harrison because Eurydice is going to boost your shields. Well, no, that doesn't really directly counter him, does it? There is no direct counter for Harrison. Uh, That's a lie, too. That's a lie, too. Thank you, guys. Five of ten. Five of ten. If you can increase your mitigation, if you can increase your mitigation and you can get more of the damage deflected than actually being applied. So, yeah, mitigation increase or or uh, critical damage decrease. I don't know. I don't know uh, who. What officer is that who can actually reduce critical damage? Gala. Yeah, Gala. Does Gala work in PvP? Gala is only PVE, I think. Yes. Thank you, Hydra. Uh, yeah, that's only on hostiles. So uh, you need. Uh, you need. Uh, now, Infinite Key says I can beat Harrison with Carol, but that would involve you being attacked. So, uh, yeah, so there's a couple, and and that's good conversation. You guys, Harrison is on the table for the first time in almost two years. We're going to have to experiment with him and relearn his abilities in today's climate and see how he works. All right. Uh, Neo, actually, very good idea. Very good idea. He said, wouldn't this negate Harrison? And he's talking about MUD 2.0. Uh, which is 40% chance to have 98% shield mitigation for the first two rounds. You know what? I don't know, man. Snake Eyes, write that one down because I've got Mud and you've got Harrison. We need to test that one. Would that negate Harrison using Mud's 98% shield mitigation? I don't think that it would because if Harrison is ignoring 60 to 80% of the shield, but then Mud's going to say... We're going to take the damage. and th- That's a good question, Neo. I don't know that anybody's tested that, and I don't think by reading the officer abilities we could possibly know. Very good idea. I'm going to test that one. Snake Eyes, write that one down. Yeah. Uh, I would like very much to see that. <laughs> yeah, Day Trade says game busted. That, that would be a very interesting PvP contest, so Snake Eyes will get on that. Guys, we're going to take a very quick break. When we come back, uh, we'll uh, talk a little bit about our upcoming game. We'll play our very last deal or no deal here today and get ready to wrap up on the air. My name is Ultimate DJs. You've been listening to Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll return in a moment. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Encyclopedia Metallica, the heavy metal reference books. <laughs>
was late for work and the boss got smart My panty line shows got a run on my hose My hair went flat, man I hate that Than PMS. This job ain't worth the pay. Can't wait till the end of the you day. You got it, Steven Darren. Hey, honey, I'm on my way. You got it. Hey. Took us a minute to get there. Shania in a long time. Yeah, she's hot. Another song for John Harrison. Honey, I'm home. There you go. John Harrison is back. He's home, ladies and gentlemen. He's back in the Star Trek Fleet Command universe, and you can have him for the ripe old price tag of about 4000 American dollars. That's uh, that's what I'm guessing right now based on some uh, <laughs> some of the leaderboards. Yeah, Shania Twain. Mm, good stuff right there. Uh, honey, I'm home. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. You've been listening to the Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We are nearly out of time. Uh, we are actually very much out of time. So uh, we're going to get ready to wrap up here. Your, your mics are potted back up. And very quickly, just want to give you guys a very quick heads up, just a couple of announcements before we get ready to play our game. This coming Wednesday, Panic will be on the show. Uh, community manager Panic with more community and uh, community-oriented news. All right, this is coming Wednesday. Uh, I, I say community-oriented news because Panic has an announcement for you. I am not going to steal his thunder and let you know what that is, but Panic has something new to tell you about this Wednesday, which will be at 1 o'clock Eastern time. Daytrade says, will he answer a question this time? He always answers at least a couple of questions. All right, he doesn't answer all of them, but I don't always expect him to. Okay. Kukar says, tell him we want research cost. I will do my best. I will do my best. I don't know if he's going to get into details, but he can he, – he, he, listen, in all fairness, Mac, uh, I ask him some questions that I know I'm not going to get answers to. <laughs> you know, I mean, just, that's what I do. Uh, sometimes I know I'm not going to get answers, but, but sometimes I always try to, to sneak around one. You know, once in a while I'll try to get him to, to – to accidentally give us something. <laughs> I do try that, okay? But uh, he does have uh, a community announcement to make. I think that uh, you guys will be pleased to hear it. Uh, and hopefully, following our theme, I will have another uh, discovery-related hint for you uh, coming up this Wednesday. Showtime will be 1 o'clock Eastern time. 1 o'clock Eastern time in the United States. Make your own time zone conversions. And the reason for the early show is simply that it will be 7 o'clock in Barcelona. So uh, we try not to keep him too off late because he's going to be with us for about two hours. Okay, so uh, that'll put him up to 9 o'clock uh, local time in Barcelona. So 1 o'clock Eastern time. We'll have Panic on the show this coming Wednesday. Also, uh, this coming Wednesday, and I lied when I said that today would be our last deal or no deal. This coming Wednesday is actually going to be the last deal or no deal. And it could be that today's the last deal or no deal because we may do something special with Panic being here. I don't know. Uh, I'll 
I'll try to figure something out for you if I can that day. But so today could be our last deal or no deal, but it's actually scheduled for Wednesday. The new game, Talking Trek's Fast Money. Uh, yeah, we are playing Family Feud. And, uh, yeah, we're playing Family Feud uh, for the fourth quarter. So starting on Sunday, October 4th, we will take two players every single show and give you an opportunity to team up and walk home with some goodies or go home with nothing. It will be Talking Trek's Family Feud, Fast Money Round, and uh, we'll have an opportunity to play with, uh, with both of you guys, uh, or uh, both players, rather. We're going to take two winners per show. You team up, you play Fast Money, and uh, hopefully you win some goodies, all right? That's coming up in our, our fourth quarter sweeps game. Did I ask 100 Scopely employees these questions? I did not. That's really funny, though. Maybe I should do that. Uh, maybe I should do that and maybe uh, go survey Scopely staff and, and uh, have some fun with it. That would be really – that would be fun. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, we'll be playing uh, based on Family Feud, and uh, that'll be a lot of fun starting next week. All right, again, so Panic going to be here Wednesday. New game starting next Sunday. Lots happening here in the Talking Trek world. Also, we got some new videos coming up. Please be sure, if you're listening on YouTube now or if you're listening in Discord, please eventually make your way to the YouTube channel. Subscribe to that channel. Click the bell notification. Leave your comments below, and we appreciate you supporting us on YouTube as well. 130 away from the 1,000 mark. Yeah, guys, we need to get it. I would love to get those 130 in the next three, four days. So, guys, please uh, get with everybody. Share it with your team. Uh, share it with uh, your friends and, you know, share it in your alliance chat. Just uh, let's get some people on board and uh, get those uh, subscribers numbers up, and we'll be able to continue to bring you that, uh, that good video series con uh, content as well. Uh, anything else? Anything else that anybody has any questions about? And uh, we'll get ready to move on. Your mics are potted up. I'll give it about one minute on open floor, and then we'll go play a game because we are out of time for today. Uh, answer questions with questions. Yeah, <laughs> it's not Jeopardy, as Miss Harley Quinn points out. It's not Jeopardy. Just fast money. No, I, basically, if you've ever seen Family Feud, I'm going to give you – uh, I'm going to give you, like, whatever, 60 seconds or whatever. You know, we'll explain the rules a little bit later. But I'm going to read you five questions. You just got to answer the five. And then based on the survey results, if your answers match the most popular answers provided by survey takers, then you get that number of points. And uh, we're going to ask you five questions. And then we'll ask your partner the same five questions. If your total answers combine to be more than 200 points, then you're a winner. Okay? And you'll be a winner. And you get to uh, – there you go. Uh, no, it's not. It's not chicken. Oh, Stevens, Aaron, what a terrible meme. It's a horrible meme. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, survey says, fast money round. We're going to uh, – are the questions Star Trek related? No, no, chick. They couldn't be Star Trek related because I literally had to come up with, like, thousands. So I legit actually bought a Family Feud game, and I'm just using their cards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally actually going to play a board game with you, like a real one. I can't. Oh, seriously? I cannot write that many questions. And then I would have to survey them. Come on, guys. I would have to survey them. I mean, how am I going to get that many questions? It, it's not trivia, okay? They're survey questions. Like, like, what can I say? What is your favorite Star Trek captain? You get, I tell you what. I tell you what. No, Chick, I'm going to give you an opportunity to be the hero. I give you the, the opportunity to be the hero. Um, truck and chick, I need you to come up with 250 survey questions. 
go ahead and, and perform the surveys and get back to me with all the survey results and answers. By the way, you'll also be eliminated from playing in the rounds. <laughs> <laughs> Trash Panda says I should be able to come up with all Star Trek questions or am I or I'm not a Star Trek geek uh, you know what Trash Panda I, pro- I, I might I might be able to come up with those questions truthfully I probably if I spend enough time on it I probably could that's the issue it's the time I don't have the uh, time PJ yes P- PM me and I will help you uh, I'm not going to PM you it only because I'm not going to do it. <laughs> if you if you want to do it, then feel free. Okay, F- absolutely feel free. If you want to do it, then we'll use them. Okay, honest to God, I'll use it. Okay, but th- then that means you can't play, and I don't know if you want to do that. But if you want if you want to do it, if you want to do it, you feel free to do it. But I'm not going to ask anybody to spend that kind of time, and I am not spending that kind of time to do it. I got other things to do. Yeah. I would have more fun watching people trying to answer my questions than playing. Well, then do it. Do it. Listen, I only need I only need, I only need ten questions per week. All right. So so maybe twelve, just in case we have a throwaway. Twelve questions per week. Per week. Twelve weeks we're gonna play. Um. So that's 144 questions. Uh. Get me. Get me 200. Just to be safe. That way we've got room to play extras if we want to. Yada yada yada. 200 Star Trek-based survey questions actually do the survey. Remember, this is not trivia. These are survey questions, so they're not right and wrong. You have to ask people their favorite things or what they would do. Like, okay, first thing you do when you wake up in the morning. What is the first thing you do in Star Trek Fleet Command when you wake up in the morning? Get get 100 people's answers, and that's the survey answer. The first thing I do is claim my gift chest. First thing Jerry Ryan does is set out miners. Kahorn says repairing miners. All right. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, th- th- that's that's a terrible, terrible, terrible job. I don't want to do that. I'm on it. All right. Trash Panda's going to write Star Trek Family Feud. I'm in. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, man. So obviously, guys, having a little bit of trouble with the bot again today. We are going to whip Vita into shape. We are going to get Vita's bot back online, and uh, we'll do that for Wednesday. I know. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I did actually have somebody bring this up to me the other day. Somebody brought this up to me the other day and said that um, it's funny how much grief I give Scopely servers and Scopely tech and scheduling and all that stuff because our bots don't work either. <laughs> That's I joked with him about that. I was like, you know what? You're absolutely right. Our bot doesn't work either. He was joking about the tech that we've got on our show, and uh, our calendar doesn't work either. We're always late, and our bot doesn't work half the time. Uh, so, yeah. But you're right. You're right, Daytrade. They make millions. Where's my millions? Where are my millions? I want millions. <laughs> and, I, and I can have a working bot. Uh, Jay Berg says, all this does is prove that you're Scopely affiliated. Yep, here I am. Here I am with non-working bots. So, guys, I appreciate it. We're going to go ahead and wrap up the show for today. We'll do a makeup game this coming Wednesday because I just simply can't count through everything. Uh, But we will have another game. We'll make sure that you get your prize. For those of you watching on YouTube, thank you so much for being with us today. We thank you for watching. We thank you for subscribing. We thank you for being with us on our Sunday edition of Talking Trek Live. For those of you listening in Discord or YouTube, please make your way on over to our our website. That is Star... God, I almost forgot. Talking Trek, stfc.online. Thank you, Snake Eyes. I forgot. Talking Trek, stfc.online. That is the website. From there, you can get access to all of our previously recorded shows. 
You can get access to our patrons program. How about our merchandise store? You've listened to the show. Now own the swag. We've got cool stuff. We've got face masks. We've got gators. We've got cell phone covers. We've got blankets and pants and socks and hoodies and all kinds of fun stuff in there. I invite you to check out the Talking Trek merchandise store for you to have an opportunity to go in there and own some of the swag right here from the show. Also, an Amazon link there. If you do your normal everyday shopping on Amazon.com, click our link first. Then you pay the same. They're not going to charge you anymore, but they're going to pay us for sending you to the website. Please do that and consider becoming a patron. Joining our Gold Patrons Club at $5 or more will get you access to some behind-the-scenes stuff and extra uh, episodes a couple of times a month that we publish for our Gold members. I'd like to thank our Gold members now, Gregor, Scott, Venkman, and I, Beglin, Big Country, Trash Panda, and Doom, Hank, Lord Neelix, Chucks the Grunt, Pops, Dark Lord, and Stevens Aaron, JB, Ahab, Energy, Fukum, Hi, I Bombed You, Thorn, Virtual Army, Jay Berg, and Morgul, all gold sponsors. Thank you, guys. DJ Gurr, Red 2, Unhani, Just Skippy, Aceus, Azrael, Dunk, and Bojack, all gold sponsors. Thank you so much. Eight, Crush, Jonathan Ingram, Jason, Tabby Moza, Regis, McRock, Lady Cast, Frank Gallo, Engineering Free Philly, Hudson, Doc31, Morpheus, Bartasia, Nick Burns, and Cam. Thank you guys for being sponsors of the show. Coulter, NC, Jet Ski, Wingnut, J Filler, Fluffy Puma, CCXN, Heidi Grubbs, Devil's Advocate, Goofy Names Rock, Leonidas, Olfino, Space Sheriff, Rurfstadt, Raxnar, Striker, V Ready, Jerry Ryan, Indy Dandy, Quack Fu, Mr. Fusion, Callus, and Kingo 101, our newest gold sponsor. Guys, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it so very, very much. Guys, go out there, get hyped, get excited, tell everyone about the good news that is the USS Discovery and what is coming. All right, it's going to be a lot of fun. I truly believe that. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Talking Trek is recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Love you, man. See you later. Bye-bye. <laughs>